Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Just So Girls and welcome to a meeting of Aaron and I. Um, I have hired Aaron to help me rebrand my um, business because I know it sounds weird because like as an artist, like I, you think like, oh, but you have a brand, but it's like, yes, I do. But like, I don't like, I create the images, but like, I don't have like the branding stuff associated with those images. Mm -hmm. Like it's hard for me to pin that down for myself. And I think it's harder when you are an artist. Yeah. To like, I, I think of not even, not to like interrupt, but I find that with home decorating. Yeah. Like I change my mind every two seconds yes. like oh I'll paint this or this because you're we're creative people and right. we always have new fresh ideas and having that second person I think helps establish and like define those rules for you um obviously like you're the client like you're gonna get what you want but I think it's helpful to be talk to someone and like talk it through and then commit to something yeah I think the otherwise you'll keep peace is like yeah. the commitment aspect because I think for me what my heart the most difficult thing for me has been like I think it has taken me a while to kind of land on an aesthetic and I think I have finally landed on something mm -hmm. that is that is sticking and I will be sticking with for the foreseeable future and I so I'm like ready to commit to that and I'm ready to like fully embrace it and have my whole business like reflect that and not be so and I think that that's normal and natural like as an artist yeah. to like have had time where like you aren't so committed to your aesthetic and style and you're kind of figuring it out and then naturally there'll come a time where you do kind of have to commit and then I think there's going to be ebbs and flows in there yeah. but I think that's why I really am excited because I think whatever we end up doing is going to be it's going to give, it's not going to be so like specific that I'm not going to be able to like move or change within it. Yeah. It's just going to be yep. like kind of a good catch all to like have. Yep. Yeah. That's always like my biggest advice to people. It's like, I can, the amount of times I get, oh, I want a logo and people think a logo has to be an illustration. Yeah. It can be, but then you're limiting yourself to, yeah. let's say we do leaves or flowers. Mm -hmm. Sure, you could do flowers, but what if you decide flowers aren't your thing later on? Like, yeah. yes, can you update it and redo it? Yeah, but it's just a pain in the butt to do in the future, so you're better off keeping things really clean and simple. Mm -hmm. um, less is more when it comes to, like, a logo or a mark. Yeah. Um, Oops, there goes Freddy. There goes Freddy. There goes Freddy. <laughs> you guys, I have a dog. She's five pounds and she is howling outside at something. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> um, but I think, so something like not to like dive in too quickly into this conversation, um, we'll backpedal in a moment, but I think what's so important with artists and even just like Julia, like looking at your Instagram, like it's a picture of you, but it has like this background that, you know, at the time I'm sure now you know you can tell it's artistic oh yeah um, it, it's kind of I mean thankfully that one's very like abstract it's not too floral but that one yeah. was a floral and like yeah so I think I need to have new like I need to have my new portraits taken or so I can yeah have shot taken of me but you want your I think the biggest thing is like as an artist you want your art to be like everything like that right. is your focal point you don't want people to be so caught up in your branding and your yeah. logo like that is not your selling tool, but I do think it's going to start probably bringing some, you know, it brings you to another level when you start adding it as a stamp on your, you know, shipments or, right. you know, just those little things that you can maybe add it to as you get bigger and you um, bring in more business. And I think exactly what Julia said is like, Julia's at the point 
sure, she could have done this a long time ago, but things have changed and shifted, and she may be like, oh, maybe it's time to do it again. Yeah. Um, so I, branding is not a make or break for everybody. Um, there, no, you'll see products. I've gotten yeah. a lot of mileage out of like this. I, yes. The just like I just did like my signature and myself yeah. and just plugged this in and picked a color and like it was so easy to do that and it just it got me a lot of mileage and it, it's honestly like yeah. if I kept it just as is it would be fine but I just exactly. I want it to look more refined like I've just have gotten to a place where it's like this is just just all needs to just look a little bit touched up and more professional and put together and yeah yeah, which I think is 100% fair and I think it's just that you're at a point of like you can um Mm -hmm. and I think that's the thing is like don't put that above your business like don't for artists I wouldn't say that's like your number one priority like yeah I don't have a logo I can't sell my my artwork I have no someone in mind and I'm not gonna (laughs) say their name because I don't want to I don't think she listens to this podcast but um (laughs) she is like the the queen of like she will start a she will get so caught up in like the naming of the business the the like logo the everything but she doesn't even have like the concept of like what the business is going to be or like how it's going to work or any of the logistics at all like like not I'm not talking like even you know it's like oh it's going to be like a marketing company it's like okay great but like like what like what kind of marketing like whatever like so therefore it's like it's just she gets so caught up in the little details of like starting the thing that without having the actual idea yeah exactly like like i'm gonna be an artist okay yeah like what kind of artist street artist graffiti right like like that makes a big difference for your name and your branding like you have to define like who you are and what the brand is i mean i actually have a lot of companies that will start with like a brand positioning mm-hmm. brand position or brand statement and that's like you know whenever you feel like you're getting off topic or you're like drifting away you go back to that brand mission or statement because it helps remind you like oh, okay this is the brand this is who we are or mm-hmm. this is who I am mm-hmm. um not necessarily you need to do that for you know something as uh specific as this but you also I mean, could that's why a lot of artists have artist statements I think I've been resistant to resisting a artist statement for the same reason I've resisted like picking like a specific logo or or whatnot is because I've wanted to give myself space to breathe and and change and adapt. But I think now like I could way more easily write an artist statement that I feel like I could hang on to for a while. Yeah. And I think with artist statements too, especially like where, I mean, the evolution of your work and where you've gone to now can be part of that yeah. artist statement. I think it's showing, like, you know, as a young artist. I, I will, I do plan to, like, continue to do cityscapes and, like, things like this. Mm-hmm. But it's not, like, I don't want, the cityscapes are not my, like, I'm not committed for forever and always to cityscape. So I'm actually currently working out here at Arnold Street with this other painting. Well, because I really, like, um, I think I saw the, that behind you. The bowl, That's so, so cool. It's the bowl. It's this bowl stadium because I really liked how, like, when they're, before they start playing, like, the lights, yeah, like, and I really want it to be like kind of like the vibe, like right before like the game starts, kind of like it's the lighting, sort of, like, yeah, intense vibe. So I'm calling it. It's I have it's not done yet, but so like I I like capturing like a moment that's like some kind of like mood or energy of a space, you know, more than but light driven. But, but if it's you driven by the, it, but it's yeah. driven by the light and the color, and like how it like transforms the space or creates a mood. 
in the that environment. Your, um, even going back to like some of these are some of my favorites are your cabanas mm-hmm. or your morning coffee with the chairs. Yeah, um, that's also still a mood. moody with the light. Yeah, but it's a different time lights, of day. Exactly, but yeah. it's not flat. But you know how to work color, and I think that's yeah. something that you see in both. And right. as an artist, you've evolved with um, your subject matter and how. The, the lighting I mean just how you capture light through color yeah um, but yeah so kind of going back and so Julie and I are going to be doing this process with you all live um, of just kind of walking through things to think about and if you're interested in you know exploring getting a logo or branding for yourself uh, there's so many resources out there um, just going to throw one out there Fiverr f-i-v-e-r-r.com so many freelance designers um, and you can bid the project out so if you have a budget that's something that's super realistic uh you know, ask any students that might be, you know, working towards a graphic design degree, partner with them, work with them. Because I understand, like, a lot of artists, you're, you're just starting out. I'm right. assuming most of you listening are starting out and you're not going to go splurge. Right. And I don't necessarily, I would not recommend to do that if you're not in the place to do so. No. Um, but I do think uh, just, like, thinking about it and always having the back of your head is always a great uh, thing because with branding comes... There's more than just a logo. It's uh, you start with the logo, but then I would then say like, let's look at your website, right, and see how we can best utilize the UX and really drive people's attention. So when they see it, it's not just a catalog; it's an experience. Right, um, and that's what they're thinking about my website are, yeah. currently is it's not really an experience, not so much. I mean, the art itself is an experience, but like yes. everything else around it is not like I don't think it's like lifting it all the art up the most it could be no i absolutely i think there's so much you can do to showcase your work um on a whole nother playing field um where you utilize email in a great way that you pushing that through your catalog using it as a catalog in your social media like you have so many other platforms that people are going to your website by the time someone's got to your website most likely they have a reason yeah they probably um, have already decided that they're like oh i'm gonna buy this painting and they, they're not mm-hmm. caring quite as much but i still want it to be like the thing that pushes them over the edge to buy the work they're like wow this oh. is really polished and professional and i'm exactly. buying into this experience so like yep that's kind of i don't want people to get to the website and be like oh whatever it's fine it's just the the way she's selling you know what I, mean? I don't want it there to be, mm-hmm. i want it to be like that because at this point too also my the price of my art is going up so like people are starting to spend more money on like what I'm doing and I feel like it just it needs to match the dollar amounts that I'm starting to demand for my paintings which are going up so yeah oh absolutely um so I have Julia's painting in my office it's actually behind me I moved it to the other side of my office because it was facing only I could see it from my desk, okay. but now every time someone walks in, I'm just like, oh my gosh, Erin, did you do that? I'm like, no. <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, first off, it's color. It's color, so no. <laughs> so no. Erin and I, this is what's so funny. I feel like we, like somehow, like in a funny way, have like, we are the opposites of each other oh, in terms absolutely. of like art, but like we both absolutely. love what the other one does, but yeah. it's just hysterical. It's like we are the complete opposites. <laughs> we are yeah. complete opposites when it comes to style and art yeah. and stuff like that. But like, well, maybe not style, but like art. We both um, like like what the other one does. It's just like completely yeah. different than like what I it's would exactly. Create. Yeah, exactly. And I wouldn't even attempt. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> I'd just... be like, oh, it's that looks nice. Yeah, I'll let you. You oh, like, keep that's how working with that. Like, I have no idea. Like giving me just black and white, I would be like. <laughs> 
oh, I need more. I can't function. <laughs> and if you throw in a color, I like every time I try color, I'm like, I hate it. Mm-hmm. Like every time I do it, I'm like, oh, it's just not me. And there's been a couple times I'll like throw, do like, there's some pieces that I did like a couple summers ago that were like navy and beige. And even that I was like, oh, I hate it. And people were like, oh my gosh, can I have that? And I'm like, sure, sure I was going to throw it out. Oh. Yeah, truly. Oh. Like I, you know what? And I think that that's so, that's what's so awesome about like just I think everyone just needs to embrace like what they like what they like and enjoy and one is not wrong you know like no and I think that's something that I've learned too through the past couple years and you know I'm really trying to define my space right now um and what I work on and I and I think Julia you can relate to this it's chasing what sells versus what you like to do and I think I was always looking at like, oh, people really like that style or this style. And I was like, oh, I'll try. It just seemed like more work yeah. to try to create something in a similar style. And then I was like trying to figure out it's just more natural and more efficient, faster. I don't want to say faster. You have to follow the faster. passion, the flow, and the thing that yeah. you're excited to paint. I mean, I can tell you I'm currently like I'm procrastinating on a, a larger commission that I am excited to paint. Like it's just, it's just, I'm actually just very intimidated by it. Anyway, I, but the, I, because it's also like whenever something's a commission, it's not coming from me. I'm like way less, I'm yeah. like way less excited to, to do it. And not that I'm not, ex- it sounds so bad, but just like, it just is, you know, it's just like anything. It's like, would you rather do your homework or would you rather like go and and draw like whatever you yeah. want you know it's like that's kind of how it feels yeah. it's like I don't want to do my homework I want to yeah do my, you. my hobby you know oh yeah I mean when I'm doing my own like graphic design work I'm like in the zone yeah and then when it's like oh this client needs this by this, this time and you're like oh. yeah yeah I'm like I can do it but I'll definitely put it off to the last second to do it <laughs> yeah exactly it's just like the, the motivation is just it's a little when harder. you're crunched you're like oh time. this is due tomorrow I gotta do this now yeah um all right so we're gonna circle back so that now we have set the ground we all know like why this is where we're at and mm-hmm. why we are moving forward with this um Julia has said before like we she's really looking for something that's clean and professional um mm-hmm. Look, less is more. Um, yeah. But I do want to go back to kind of just like talking through a few things like your name and color palette before mm-hmm. you even dive into the actual structure. And I go to the name first, uh, more so because obviously right now it's Julia Hagen. And I'm not saying like, oh, we need to call it Julia Hagen 101 or City Sky. Right, no, I right. think Julia Hagen is perfectly fine. But knowing, like, do you want, like, currently Julia's logo has Julia Hagen original art and pa- prints. Prints, yeah. Prints. I think it can, you don't have to have that. I think it can just be Julia Hagen. Like, I don't think it needs to have the explanation of what it is. I think at that point, if you're on my website, like, you know, <laughs> you know what you it don't. is. don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, sometimes, though, I always like to ask that sometimes design-wise, I'll start designing and realizing, oh, you know, stylistically, this looks nice when you add this or you add that. Yeah, yeah I'm So a date or a, you know, artist or just having a few extra words that can be removed, established by. Um, yeah. I've seen, like, this EST, and it'll have, like, the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, little things like that. Doesn't mean that it has to be there, but it's nice to just kind of have a few of those set out I before I refrain from the EST just because mm-hmm. it might become confusing because like with my paintings like I always list the year that it was painted like with each mm. painting and I just don't want people to become mm. like I don't know I yep. just don't want people to come, yep. become confused with the dates but see 
as this is a great example of why if let's say you are a graphic artist out there a designer commission based like these are why these questions are really important because there is a reason why not to um and it's a solid reason also, i've been painting but, like, my that's whole really life helpful information to know i mean also been painting <laughs> yeah, my whole life so your like, birthday what do I say like my birthday is established you know it's you like, be it's... like whatever you establish the business but we could right. do your birthday but no i think that's very fair because you there is a authenticity with date with art yeah um and you know it's like wine labels like i think it throws people off when you have like a wine label like you know california 2018 and like yeah and then it's like but yeah the, but the winery the but winery the front established in like yeah you know, 19 something you know it's like it's confusing yeah. which sometimes it's easy when it's like a far enough date like in the 1800s first like yeah. 2000s but still like for something like this like being established like even if you were really like established in 2018 and then it, it just muddies the water and muddying the water is what you don't want in branding no. um if you need to over explain something that means you've gone off the wrong or gone down the wrong path Oh, Fred. That dog. <laughs> oh, Fred. Do you want a funny story while we wait for Freddie to calm down? Um, sorry, this is like completely a tangent, but I just realized I forgot to tell you. So yesterday, while, not to derail you, maybe take note of where you were going before I... <laughs> oh, no, I did. I did. Okay, good. Um, yesterday, while I was painting, I like turned around and I was like, what is this woman doing? And she's like parked along the street over there and she has like both of her car doors open and and she's like kind of sitting on the edge of her car and I'm like oh she's peeing okay weird I'm just like I'm front row seat to her like peeing and I'm like okay very large woman by the way not that it matters but it, it, it just is like just just to just to make set the scene set the scene a little bit um and then I'm like okay whatever I mean we have all had emergencies I guess but it's like gross and then I like not that I'm like trying to look but I'm just like Okay, like what's going on? Well, yeah. And then she gets up. She took a giant shit in the street, like outside of our our thing. She took a giant Wait. shit. <laughs> no way. Yes, way. And she brought. She had like toilet paper too, and she just like left the toilet paper there. Wait, did she? She drove there. She drove there. Like she had a car. I don't know if she's like living in a car, but it didn't look like it. Like it looked. Yeah, like- but also if you're living in your car, why would you drive down a f- residential street? To take a shit. I have no like, idea. go to an alley? Yeah, I don't know. Like, she just, like, took a shit. Like, she, like, made a little stall for herself. Like, of her, like, two car doors. And then just, like, was peeing, you know. And then just, like, took a shit. I would have thrown up. I, I literally almost up. did. It was disgusting. It was, like, a really gross one, too. And then it gets even better. Sorry to make you feel gross. And it gets even better because I'm like, oh, my God, this is horrible. This is horrible. Oh, my God. Anyway, and so, I, like, I called Kirk to tell him. He's like, no way. I'm like, yes, it's terrible. I'm like, be careful when you're parking. Oh, like I told him where the where it was, so he doesn't park there. But then later, I look back at my window, and there's a student driver like practicing parallel parking <laughs> in the spot where the shit is, and it's just like, sorry, this is so gross, like smearing, smearing. it everywhere. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, like, what are the chances of that? <laughs> what is the chances of that? That is isn't hilarious. that ridiculous? That I is was disgusting. Like, I was like, it's disgusting, but also like, I'm like, well, I feel like this should Chicago. actually make it in the podcast okay good i'm just gonna leave it in <laughs> i feel like a brief intermission a brief intermission just, just a little little fun story because the you fact all. that there's par- like the parallel part like what are the chances i literally I took a video of it i was like this is i mean you don't really you can't see anything because like but, <laughs> right, I, just, but like, I just need documentation before. that this really happened and i'm not making this up um 
Yeah. So that is my my uh, my story from yesterday. Was that yesterday? Oh, yesterday. <laughs> Talk about a Monday. Yeah, I was like, whoa. <laughs> it's um, anyway, sorry. Crazy. That was a brief oh, intermission. So, <laughs> intermission. Back, now back to your what is it called? What do they say? Now back to your original Re- yeah, broadcast. Pro- yeah, our back to our program. program. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so I was going to ask, so something just like for cohesiveness, you, your website is Julia Hagen Artist, mm-hmm. and your Instagram is Julia Hagen Art. Yeah, so the problem was that Julia Hagen Art, like, wasn't available, so I had to pick Got Julia it. Hagen Artist, so like, trust me, I would have totally <laughs> done Julia Hagen Art. I, I still will look and see if there's a way, if I can, change. Okay, so I get the reason why I asked that is more so for, let's say, we, I, there was design that triggered a need for something else. Mm-hmm. Would it Julia Hagen artist make the most sense or Julia Hagen art? Julia um, Hagen art, I think, is what is, I would prefer. Would prefer. But if it yeah. has to be Julia Hagen artist, like it can be. But I think just Julia Hagen art makes nope. the most sense. That's so. perfect. That's um, no, that's that's all that's necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, that's all that I need to know there. Um, I, th- I mean. Reality is, I'm going to be focusing on just your name. Um, I'm also not, and I apologize if I'm going to break your heart, I'm not going to add a paintbrush. No, please, um, I don't want one. I do not want a paintbrush. I want nothing that's like, I don't want anything that like immediately you're like, that you're immediately like, wow, that's a painter. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need anything that's like super like on the nose, you know? Well, I think when I think of like, the color I also try to think of it in use so let's say you do end up doing business cards mm-hmm. or holiday cards that you send out to your clients that have purchased in the past like mm-hmm. happy holidays a postcard when I use postcards like happy holidays 10% off this holiday season with me but I could see like you using your backdrop as backdrop as in like a full bleed image of your artwork so one of the cityscapes or whatever zoomed in nice and tight and then that logo could lay on top or mm-hmm. in the bottom corner as like a little stamp yeah um because your signature gets you know in print form it gets small or not legible right um when you know when you're sending postcards or e- stuff like that or even emails um even though you know who it's coming from i think that's just like a little you know it's a stamp it's a seal of approval it's just that little branding mark that people are like oh look at this like yeah. you're letting your art speak but it's very clear who it's coming from right without flipping it over and I do think people already are going to be familiar with it by the brand recognition of the art like you already have the brand recognition truly what Julia is doing now is elevating the business that's literally Um, what it is I'm doing yeah 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 it's elevating the business side um so when it comes to like something when it comes to logos for everyone to know you always want your logo to work in black and white Mm -hmm. Um, because there's always going to be a case that you need it to work in all one color black or all one color white so that's why I always start with um, just black as your logo, um, mm-hmm. and then you can evolve and add the color to it. Okay. I just you need to make sure it works. So if you have something that has, you know, it's a circle, and you, let's say you have uh, half of it's green, the other half's blue. Well, if that has to be black and white, it's gonna look the same. Yeah. Yeah, it's either going to look the same or you're going to lose half. (laughs) So it's just like keeping those things in mind. Those are things that you just have to keep in mind when it's logos. And this is just good information for anyone if you're outsourcing this. So if there is maybe someone who's younger and hasn't done it before. Yeah, yeah, or if you're doing it yourself. If you're, I mean, if you want to take a stab, try PowerPoint 
and do something. Right. Exactly. Um, I mean, you can, but just keep in mind, like there, you it, you'll need different file types for different printers, etc. Yeah. Um, but I always recommend starting with a full black logo, and then you can evolve from there. Um, you want to make sure. That it's, I mean, we're not going to have an issue with your logo because it's just going to be your name and your name is not super long. So the size of it's going to be helpful. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you have someone with like Kostopolopoulos as the last name, you know, that's going to end up being really long. So if you scale it down, it's going to get really small um, Mm -hmm. in comparison to maybe the first name. Uh, So just like little minor things to think about um, if that is you. And let's say maybe that is you and maybe that's when you drop your full last, last name, name or you like you abbreviate and, it in some regard yeah exactly or like a just name or whatever yeah I think you will it'll still be effective um it's just making sure if you do do a big shift like that you really push that or explain that like why is it now Jessica K and not Jessica Apolopoulos <laughs> I guess the only other question is because we have established, like, we're not going to have a bunch of illustrations. We're not going to have, you know, stuff like that. Julia is very active on social media, so we also have to keep in mind that this needs to fit in a circle. Um, so this needs to be designed so it fits in a circle. It fits as a Fabicon. A Fabicon is that little logo that sits at the top in your Squarespace or your website that's on the tab, mm-hmm. um, which if you go to Instagram, you'll see the little Instagram icon at the top in your desktop window. You're not going to see this necessarily in an app but also say you want to have an app one day you just need to make sure that the logo can scale down and fit properly which sometimes means you have two variations of your logo Mm -hmm. that's also very appropriate um target for example like target you see target um the word then you have the bullseye but then in the app you just see the bullseye obviously that's a really well-known established brand and it took them probably many many years to get to that level of brand recognition that they can just use the bullseye and everyone knows it's target right um but you know twitter twitter started with twitter then it was the bird then it was the t and it took them a long time to get to figure out like is the bird enough yeah um where it wasn't originally mm-hmm. um so the other i have two other questions for this like stage um because we have established like what the words are going to be uh and kind of the level of detail that's going to go into it when it comes to um, keeping it clean and simple. Mm-hmm. The other two questions that I have are fonts, which I'm not asking you to name like your favorite font. Yeah. I don't need you to be like, oh, Avenue or Helvetica. Like, yeah. I don't expect you to know that. Yeah. But there is a thing called a serif and a sans serif font. Mm-hmm. So a sans serif is um, a font. So you know when you have like an I and it has like the line at the top and line at the bottom? Mm-hmm. That's a serif font. Okay. So the serifs are the hats and then the feet. Okay. So... If you want a sans serif, that's something that you're going to see like Helvetica, which is the Target font. Okay. So it's very clean and there's no little yeah. details to it. Sans then we have, without, right? So well, sans yep. serif. Yep. Yeah. Um, I and would say I'm, san, I'm sans serif. Sam. Yep. Yeah. And just in terms of my current, I mean, I like serif fonts, like don't get me wrong, but I just think for my current brand, it's a little more nope, like that's... modern, clean. Yep, that's and there's like ways to do. I I think that makes the most sense because there are sometimes that you can do a serif font in a modern way, but it reads more traditional. Yeah, there's a little bit of a different connotation to it. So I I support that sans serif. And then 
colors. And I know I said like colors are not going to be applied right now. They aren't going to be applied right now, but I do think it's not a bad thing to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, which again, like I, you don't need to give me a color palette. Mm-hmm. I can come to you with options, but just kind of thinking of like what your primary color potentially could be. So right now, even though it's not in your artwork, as your primary color but your current logo is that teal yeah so is that something that you know want to stick with like is that something that you're um, passionate about it doesn't have to stay the teal i just it's one of my it's a color that's like it's one of my favorite colors as you know like in my apartment mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like everywhere so that's oh, why yeah. i picked it but it's not like all over my work so like i'm not like super attached to it it just was a color that i was like i like that color so okay um so i am super open in terms of color like i really like all colors i would just say um I don't want anything that's it's gonna be like hard to explain. I don't want anything that's like too primary in terms of color. No, I would but I also I think, don't want pastel either, if that makes sense. Like what is your thoughts on more of like So this is what's tricky with branding art mm-hmm. um or artist space is because you don't want any colors that are really gonna compete with your artwork. Honestly, um, I'm, like, okay with just black and white. Like, I really am. Yeah, I think neutrals. Like, if you wanted to do, like, a soft gray in the background, I think that doesn't have to be, like, established as your color palette per se. But I do think having, like, a solid background for a logo as an option to show, like, what the reverse for the full white logo would look like. So we can definitely start with a teal. And I can always give you another alt option. Like, another yeah. option. Like, oh, if, you know, teal's here, but it could also be this. Right. Um, or if you, like, look at my work and you find, like, a common color that's, like, showing up a lot. Like, specifically, I would say the t- first... The top Blue. nine images on my website, like I would say, for, those are kind of like the, more so the direction my work is going, like like a Purple, common color, orange, mm-hmm. like blue. blue, like kind of like a like a uh, phthalo blue, a little bit, yeah, or a cerulean, yeah. And this might be a little bit of like uh, what I think is going to be best for us as we move forward is taking. A screenshot I'll take a screenshot of your current website mm-hmm. and put in the fake logo in the top yeah, corner just for good. comparison to see like oh is that like be not to say that the website's gonna stay as is mm-hmm. over time but it's just a good gut check um to see like oh if that was a blue box that's not working and it also you it can float it can be just a black large logo yeah. but when it goes to social if you want to use it on social or use it somewhere else on a business card you just want to make sure that there is a color right. um even like if you want to do like at the very bottom of your website where sometimes there's the footer mm-hmm. like maybe that's the block of teal right um so you can bring in that teal in little spots if there's a button to submit Something right. like that. Like when I say it bring color to have some into a color palette. in there, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I I'm not saying like let's start like <laughs> take like you don't want your website. Your website I think eventually will be all color right through your art. art. But I think like the um, background is gonna be like white. But yeah, certain yeah. buttons will have color. Yeah, it'll be like splashes of color. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize. Am I at home? Oh, interesting. Oh, I wonder. Did you know that? That I have a home. Your your homepage is not your homepage. No, I know it's not. I wanted it oh, to okay. be. I wanted people to land on just like on the your art. catalog. I yeah. haven't looked. I keep forgetting this is my homepage, and I haven't changed it in a while. Like the yeah, I was like, wait a second. Through. I'm like, what did I click? Yeah. So I need to work on. I need to change the homepage. But yeah, the homepage is. 
I, I intentionally like made it so they can go to my website. It doesn't go to the homepage. Cause I want, I just wanted less barrier to entry, like go mm-hmm. to the art, you know, I think there's a great way to bring a hybrid of the two together yeah. as your homepage. Um, yeah. Where it like features mm-hmm. a few at the top and you have like one real large one. So it brings in that impact. Um, thinking of like, I mean, I also recommend like looking at don't, you don't have to look at other artists' websites mm-hmm. to compare yourself to um, or what you want to do. I always encourage people to look at just any product mm-hmm. website that they really like. Um, and see like, oh, you know, I really love when I go to the Nike homepage because it does X, Y, Z. They're selling goods and that's what you're selling. You're selling a product uh, right. at the end of the day. So you can treat the consumer in a similar way. Yeah. Um, again, very different spaces. So don't necessarily go to Nike and be like, oh, I really like how they show right. all this, this workout because you're not going to have that content. No. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I think there's a lot of ways to evolve and work with this. Um, and then, so Julia also put together a small, a like mood board of like logos that she likes, which is always really helpful to give another artist. Um, because when someone says, oh, I don't care what, it, I, I get a lot. It's like, yeah. I don't know what I want. Whatever you do, you'll all like. It's not true. That's not true. No. It's we fun. all know that. Everyone, everyone has, has a thought. Yeah. yeah. Everyone has thought. And so it's just even like preferences to get a brief idea. Again, like similar to painting, like. Just because someone gives you, it's not going to be a one-to-one, like, I'm not going to take the logo and just put your name in it. No. From an example that was given. But I can be influenced by it. Like, okay, Julia really liked the circle. I noticed that there was a lot of circles. And I was thinking of circles because, like, the main theme of my work is, like, light. So, like, the sun, you know, kind of, like. orb. The orb. Kind of, like, glowy thing. But I don't want it to be, like, it doesn't have to be, like, literally a sun, you know? It could just be, like, there's something about, like, a circle, like, in the logo somewhere would be great. Or not. I'm open to, like, I really am open, so... No, but I think there's something really tasteful about that. And I think there's so many, but I think that's something that's so helpful. It's like, okay, a circle, like I have flexibility. There's a lot that you can do with this circle circle. or this line. Um, And I think that's like a great spot to start with then being like, um, I don't know what I want because I can tell you most likely I, I actually usually do have some sort of like circle variation for logos. Mm -hmm. Um, I will actually send you an example. I just did a logo for someone else, a friend of mine. Um, and I can show you kind of like the breadth of diff, like there was zero direction, which was fine. Um, I mean, there's a little bit of direction, but she's not a creative. So a lot less, a lot less. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't have um, like actual images to work from, you know? Kind yeah. Of, like, I mean, I literally did like from sans serif to script, like there's yeah. just so many different options, um, to even let, give you a little sneak peek of like, oh, here are some, and even if there's one that you like, you know, I can just update it because they're all mine she only yeah. picked one right right exactly. <laughs> uh, but to give you an idea of like how how different one name or brand can look can in look. six different version ways because yeah. i usually do at least i do from three to six options mm-hmm. um usually i design out it depends on like my speed and where how i'm at because i don't want to like build options to build options right um but it can be confusing i like to do a spectrum like yeah. here's like where I'm a little more modern here's something a little more adventurous like here's like you know maybe you didn't think this is what you wanted but I'm gonna push you kind of out of your comfort zone because you Mm -hmm. didn't know um I always think that's something that's like um 
So an example that we actually didn't go with this with this last brand, but this last brand is works in social media mm-hmm. and their name starts with an A. And so I started playing with the script with an at, like mm-hmm. at as the A because it links to the brand and it links to what they're doing because they represent social media content artists, mm-hmm. um, which that is something that like would never have come from the client. No one was like, oh, but it's just like this interesting spin and creative spin on it. Uh we ended up going with something very, very simple, which is by all means favorable. Um, yeah. <laughs> but just showing like, here's something like, you probably didn't think about this, but you could do a, could a do unique something. play. Yeah. If you wanted to do something a little bit more abstract. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always think about like FedEx. FedEx has the arrows. Yeah. Um, if you look closely, that is a rare instant. Like you can't always assume that you're going to get a logo back with meaning like that. That is like, once in a blue moon right um not say it can't happen but sometimes it's just not as achievable mm-hmm. but yeah so i know we have been chatting 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 and hopefully this provides you all with lots of information uh all this information is going to get kickstart this project so yeah. we'll probably share this journey along the way um and we want to know your, your feedback yeah, maybe too. we'll like show <laughs> like the final two that i'm deciding between and we can get your votes or something yeah <laughs> see what you guys all are i mean obviously julia gets the final say exactly. but it's always great to see what the community thinks and what their preferences, or if you were Julia, what would you pick? Um, right, right. Yeah. And I might kind of, you know, spark some ideas for your own brand. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for listening and stay tuned for next week. Bye.